Right, we all ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to sneeze. I'm not going to sneeze. There's, <laughs> there's our intro. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. I'm Helena. And I'm Jamie. And for this episode, we watched Megamind. I think I'd seen Megamind like once, um, like a, a while ago. I didn't remember too much of it. Like I remembered some vague plot points, but that was about it. <laughs> I remember wanting to see this film, and it was one of those ones where we were in that we were in that sweet sweet spot before, like Blockbuster would properly shut, but not everyone had Netflix. Or did we have Netflix properly in twenty ten? No, that was like the sweet spot when not It was like you had Netflix, but Netflix sent you the DVDs. And I think there was streaming, but it wasn't as common. Yeah. We certainly didn't have any streaming. I think maybe my Wii could do YouTube. Yeah, that was was like the era. Cutting edge technology. (laughs) Yeah. My parents (laughs) were using, bearing in my mind, my parents have a laptop and like HDMI cables, etc., they were using my Wii to watch Netflix up until the Wii, like the the Nintendo discontinued supporting the like Netflix app. <laughs> so just bad quality Netflix. Really bad because like it wasn't HDMI enabled. No. Like they have an HD ready TV, but they would like, well, that's how we knew how. That's how we did it. And it's like you have a laptop. No, I'm, I'm just how trying is to think. That more when... complicated. My parents' house stopped using dial-up because they they uh, had a, a really slow internet connection even when dial-up stopped. So I I wouldn't have been able to stream anything, uh, mm. e- even if we did have Netflix at the time. Yeah, to be fair, streaming. that it might that might have been pretty. I I had a go at my not a go at my parents, but I had to, I gave my parents a little nudge to say your internet is shocking, and I found out they were paying thirty like between like thirty and forty pounds a month for two megabytes per second. Jesus. Because they just never upgraded and they'd never let TalkTalk Talk send them a new box or anything. Oof. Yeah, the, <laughs> the problem with my place is it, it, it was like semi-rural. So um, mm. we're, we're talking like oh, yeah, my parents really, really me. like Moffitt, like horrible copper wires. And I, I think it was like 54 kV connection for years. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that, makes, that makes my head hurt. That's like me and my, my ex used, there was no point trying to stream anything. We just bought DVDs from CEX. By the time you'd like torrented something, you, you, it was quicker to have gone to the nearest CEX, like in the in Canterbury, bought a DVD and come back, and you still have two days left on the torrent. Mm-hmm. So not that we torrent anything. Oh no, no absolutely no, not. No, we wouldn't no. do a thing like that. But you know, no, just uh, was on Netflix. <laughs> a example of the grim situation of living in the early 2010s. Terrible internet. Mm. Yep, so I never got around to watching Megamind, but I was like, oh, that sounds fun. I didn't realise it was Will Ferrell. Mm. Yeah, neither did I. And I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was immediately like, when that came up and it said Will Ferrell, I was like, oh, fuck. And then uh, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I'm just going to, yeah, let you guys know. I uh, quite enjoyed it. I wouldn't say, you know, it's um, not the best film I've seen, oh, but I was... It's not robots. <laughs> it's no robots. Um, robots? It's... I, I do think the voice acting it's was pretty not generally as good. Rating. I didn't think that Megamind. I thought it was going to be really grating when it was Will Farrell, and I thought I was going to want to throw my laptop across the room, but that didn't happen. He was fine. Yeah, 
Hmm. This wasn't Sherlock Holmes and Watson. This isn't Holmes and Watson level. Has anyone seen that film, the Will Ferrell? No, no. Other Will Ferrell. I don't think anyone saw it. Sherlock. Who's that other guy? It's Will Ferrell and not Will Ferrell. No, the, the other guy is a, is a different well. film. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, John C. Riley. Yeah, I. One of the worst films ever made. I think I've never seen it. I want to, as like a punishment kind of self like pain kind of thing. It's got ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we should we should watch it. That's a Patreon bonus episode coming soon. We should watch it. Uh, Holmes and Watson. Twenty-five percent audience score. That's anyway, fine. Mikey and Jamie, what did you? What was your memories of Mega Mind? <laughs> um, I, I can't remember exactly when I saw this. I think it must have been a little bit later when it came on TV because I definitely didn't see it at the cinema. And um, as we covered, I couldn't have watched it online. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had relatively fond memories of this. I mean, like I. Vaguely we're pretty recall. old for a kids' film when, in 2010. Yeah. We're pretty grown up. We're pretty big boys. Yeah, like I, I vaguely remember comparing this to Despicable Me and liking it a lot more than that. So, um, like that was my main that memory going into film. it. That was the other film. I, like, yeah. I know this, this film in my head is like connected to another film, and it's not The Incredibles. Yeah. Um, to to use yeah, a really it did throw me. They have a character in this one called Minion. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, came out yeah. the same year as well. So yeah. But to to, to, to use a fish voice by David Cross, like a really inappropriate comparison. Um, like Despicable Me and Megamind is a bit like uh, the Raid and Dread, where they both like cover the same kind of stuff and came out around the same kind of time. Oh, like Volcano and um, Dante's Peak. Yeah. And mm. some Bug Life. <laughs> yeah. yeah this kind of thing happens tail. a lot doesn't it mm-hmm. it really does yeah <laughs> i could get into it but there ice is age a... and cold time yeah. <laughs> cold yeah, timey but... animal film there, there is a thing in in like film in like hollywood where this happens a lot it has yeah. a name can't remember what it's called but it's essentially it's because bits of scripts get leaked to other writers mm. and other production oh, companies i think it's isn't this foreshadowing yeah, it's mm. good foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> bits of like concepts and scripts get leaked, and other production companies pick it up to be like, "We should beat them to it." And sometimes they're both up for Oscars at the same time, and it's very funny, like so, the Prestige and the other magic one. Mega Mind is a star, not Star Wars. It's a Superman parody. Yes, um, at its core. Yeah, yeah, kind, um, yeah, kind of. Well, yeah, because it's Metropolis. Yeah, Metro. Yeah, Metro. Yeah, he's a he's an alien kid from a different planet that gets sent here when his planet's being destroyed. Except at the same time, so does Brad Pitt. Uh, so. Yeah, a super baby. He's a yeah. super villain baby. And well, he wasn't. A, was he just baby. wasn't necessarily like. Was his family villainous, or were they just different? I I think no. It, I think it, it was, was just just that <laughs> I mean, he was the, so just... like arrogant and you know the best and everything. But um, like even as a baby, that kind of like the way he taunts I mean... Megamind and then bops him out of the way in oh. his escape pod. That yeah. is literally the yeah. story of the film, though. That's the theme of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, but is... I was saying that it doesn't. It's not like his parents are like, no, ha, go forth and be evil. It's like, here, you've got to leave. We love you. Bye-bye. Oh, here's your minion. Yeah. Good luck, baby. And He just landed in a prison. Yeah. I, I thought that was that was hilarious. So it was like a baby yeah. crash lands in a prison, and they're like, "Well, I guess you're a prison baby now. This is your home." <laughs> and he was like, "Can we keep?" <laughs> and like, eh. Whilst the super kid got brought up in like a rich family, 
Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, with with I mean, he should have had more problems than he does because like he has a very disinterested father. He's like, oh, darling, a baby, wonderful, darling. Yes, I know that's what you wanted, and he's like not looked up from his newspaper. I, yeah. I think that is yeah, kind nice. of reflected in in the way that the characters turn out, and like the character study, yeah. like the differences between Mega Man, uh, Mega Mind, and um, Metro Man is kind of like the core of the end of the film as well. Yeah, I don't remember what happens though. Well, sort of. Oh, Megamind that doesn't work well. And... <laughs> <laughs> Megamind so. and the bad guy. Uh, no, not the bad guy. The good guy. Uh, the Superman. What's he called? Metro, Metro Man. Man. Metro Man. Yeah. Um, grow up to be bit of rivals. He's low key, but well, high key bullied by um, Metro yeah. Man. Everything he does, uh, like he Mega Man tries to make friends, and it doesn't work. And Metro Man has all everyone is his friend. Yeah, and Mega Man becomes a bit bitter. Yeah, I, I think one of the the whole things like that runs through the entire film is just all of Mega Man's like evil actions are just like just desperately looking for validation. He just wants other yeah, people to. Yeah, he just to, needs a hug. To, yeah, exactly. And yeah, um, really you know when he's um, shape shifted, uh, disguised as a as a librarian, like in the middle of the film, mm. and um, the reporter lady's like Roxanne. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like hugs him to say goodbye. I think that's probably the first time he's ever had like a, a, a genuine emotional contact in his entire life, and that's why he yeah, looks so surprised. And that's Human when he starts emotion. to change as well. That is a really pivotal mm. moment in his career. Uh, career, character development, criminal career, criminal career. <laughs> uh, yeah, but bef- before that, so he's Mega Man. Like they're constantly in a fight with each other, constantly in battle. Mega Man quite enjoys it. The whole back and villainous back and forth. Well, he all hero. he he's never really succeeded. He's never managed to get Metro Man. He's all his plans are always foiled. Yeah, um, he also kind of just doesn't want to. Yeah, no, because he's, he's just it's just fun to him. Yeah, because he does. He finally catches him, and then he's like, because he ca- captures the journalist woman. Yeah, yeah, Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Um, <laughs> with her yeah. cameraman Wild Jonah cast. Hill. Wild yeah. cast again. What, another one. I, yeah. I, I knew that. Yeah, I knew. I, I didn't know any of the cast. So when it was like, oh yeah, it's Brad Pitt and Will Ferrell, I was like, say what? What is it? <laughs> it is. And then Jonah Hill and Tina Fey. And I was like, oh, is this gonna be good? Maybe. 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 It's still DreamWorks, yeah. so you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. It turns out his weakness, Metro Man's weakness, is copper. Yeah, and he's he's trapped in an observatory which is covered in copper. And, and Metro a... Man dies. Oh no! Yeah, very sad. Yeah, it. Metro Man dies. Mega Man's. Like, this is like the first twenty minutes of the film. Mega Man's like, oh shit, what now? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like the, the dog that caught the, the car. And he's like, shit, this is mine. This works. is mine. He literally spray paints like the whole city, like um, Mega Mind's shop. Mega yeah. Mind, yeah. <laughs> owned by Mega Mind. And after a while, he just gets bored. Yeah, because he's got no. There's no chase. It was the thrill of the chase that he liked so much. Yeah. And, so uh, he finds, and he's lonely, and he has no purpose. Yeah, all this time, Roxanne, the journalist, has a cameraman who is awful. Yeah, Jonah Hill. He's such a nice guy, but in yeah, the worst way. Yeah, like uh, Joan, Jonah Hill in this, he plays, I would say, the perfect incel. And I, yeah. like yeah. twenty ten, what incel? Can't a thing take a fucking hint. Before incels were really like well known, I would say. Uh, I'm no, sure that they existed. Peak incel. 2010 was like kind of the start. Yeah, yeah. the start of definitely of the nice of, guy of phenomenon kind of, of like and like Hollywood also calling it out 
where yeah. like Hollywood had perpetuated that for quite a long time. I was like, well, if you really just keep trying, you'll wear her down. Get it you'll get her in the end. She'll realise you're really a nice guy. The nerd always gets the girl. But uh, yeah, thankfully yeah. they don't. They 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 are spoof. It is a spoof, and we, that doesn't happen. Um, which like initially he's just kind of awkward and in love. Like yeah. that's he's like he he likes her and he's kind of awkward about it. Invites her around to a party and then goes, oh no, it's just me and you. And I hired a wedding photographer in case of yeah. No, happens. he's he's not. He's he's a little bit more than just a bit. He's he's not. He's manipulative. Like he's manipulative and yeah. uh, entitled. Enti- yeah. yeah, and he can't take gets... no for an answer. Yeah, it doesn't start that way, but it definitely devolves into him. Yeah, not quite understanding. Because essentially, to like whiz through a little bit of the plot, Mega Mind's like getting bored, mm. yeah. and so he's like, "Oh, if I make if I get some of Metro Man's DNA, make another hero, I'll have someone else to be battling against." Yeah. And he's gonna kind of save it, but it ends up shooting Jonah Hill. Yeah, he's going to track down someone sort of a guy like a worthy opponent, but accidentally a, fires a gun in um, because Roxanne's finally found his hideout and is like going in there, and he has to like hide because at that time he's still seeing her as 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 um, a what's the name Richard a, is it uh, Bernard? Oh yeah, because he's shape shifting into Bernard. Yeah. yeah, it's Bernard. Bernard vo- voiced by Ben Stiller for the two lines he has. <laughs> yeah, so he turns Jonah Hill into uh, Metro Man two also known as Titan. Yeah, and that's with the GHD. But not spelled. Yeah, the, yeah that, not I think G-I-G-A. that <laughs> is definitely one of the rip, like the funnier tiny detail gags in the film is um, like he, they go through this whole training montage where um, Megamind is pretending to be Titan's space dad uh, as like a yeah, it, yeah, spe- parody of the old Superman films. He has that watch that makes him like he can transform into whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he, he tells Hal that his superhero name is going to be Titan as in like one of the mythical giant monsters. Um but he, he never actually like spells it out, gives it to him on a piece of paper or anything. He just says you're called Tyson. And later on, um, Hal is using his, his new newly gained laser eyes uh, after he turns evil to vandalise the city and is writing Titansville. But he spells it Titan as in Titan your belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. more Cause, accurately, cause tights as in wearing tights. Yeah. Because Megamind's also always saying things wrong, like metrocity and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Is, I, I, I like this was... like a pun on atrocity. Yeah, I also thought that was um, quite clever as well because it kind of calls back to the fact that he, he's probably done a lot of reading and has taught himself a lot of stuff, but doesn't actually yes, and he's speak not really to had people. any friends. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he's probably like picked up uh, like vocab from books, but doesn't know how to pronounce it properly. Or maybe yeah. just the people he was brought up with in jail said things wrong. Yeah, probably that. Um, but yeah, oh, there there are some there are some great like lines and and little side gags in this film that really caught me off guard like there's a really like there's a donkey kong reference quite early in the start um which was good oh during tyson's yeah. training montage yeah, yeah his montage, like yeah. minion is throwing barrels at him down a, a load of ramps yeah yeah <laughs> it's not a subtle reference no <laughs> no and he, he essentially gets to the point of thinking that i'm a superhero if i save the girl i love she'll be mine and so he starts like flying her around and then dropping her, and he's like, "Look, I'm saving you. You'll love me now." Yeah, he can't understand that it's his personality yeah. that she finds a por- well, not even a porn. Like she likes him, she just doesn't want to be with him. Um, yeah, she's yeah. And he he goes into a rage, and then it's like, "Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> this superhero ha- is not a superhero." No, he goes full on Homelander. Yep. 
and mm-hmm. starts destroying right. shit. Well, stealing and, stuff, and Space Dad is disappointed, which yeah. is very funny when it's Megamind being yeah, like, Megamind. don't steal shit after, like, that's all he did. <laughs> yeah. And Megamind. then, yeah, Megamind's like, he go, he's, yeah, still pretending to be uh, Bernard. Bernard, but so so he can go on a date with um, with Tina Fey, Ro- Richie, Roxanne Richie, I think her name is. Yeah. And yeah, they end up kissing, but while they're kissing, the she accidentally touches the watch and he turns back into Megamind. Yeah, and you learn that, and she's she's convinced that he did it to manipulate her. Yeah, because everyone's like he's a villain. That's what he does. So yeah, yeah it's just another way of being evil and torturing people is to and, and like, she, man- emotionally fully... play with them. Yeah, she's fully like, why would you do that? That's so that's weird. Which it is fair. It is very fair if that was his plan. It is a very strange one. Uh, what what is weird about that? That for that bit, that whole thing where he's because he's pretending to be his uh, Jonah Hill's alien dad, and the and the thing, but also like he doesn't Megamind doesn't want to be the hero. He still wants to be the villain. Yeah, so he's trying to train up this guy to be his idea of a perfect hero with a space dad. Yeah. Uh, as the space dad is sort of like the explanation as to why he's got his powers because you've been given your powers by an evil villain to fight him isn't a great yeah. backstory. But then, like he, when he finds out that the that Jonah Hill's doing evil, like doing bad things, he's like, mm, "That doesn't make sense." Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like when when you look at the way that Megamind actually acts, he he doesn't appear to actually be concerned with being genuinely evil. He he cares no, about the narrative and theater, and he he's adopted a uh, a, like a yeah a narrative um, character that he plays, but that's not well, yeah, necessarily what he. Actually, genuinely, like deep down, actually feels and believes. Yeah, which was the difference between a villain and a supervillain style. Yeah, and performance, like that whole bit, which they spent a lot of money on the soundtrack for this film. Yeah, because uh, it has some. I assume diegetic. I assume Mega Man's playing the music whilst he's doing this. Oh, stuff. Of course. I mean, like minions walking around with a boombox for a lot of the scenes. So yeah. <laughs> it's like ACDC and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think they spent a lot of money on this film. Like the budget was was pretty big, all things considered. Like even the um, like the rendering and stuff, and just the, the all the moving parts with the uh, like the brain bots and stuff. Um, you know, there was a lot going on there, and I guess that's one of the reasons why I feel like sad about this film compared to something like Despicable Me, where Despicable Me had a budget of something like half what this had, and yeah. made I think like two hundred and fifty million dollars more, um, and also spawned a massive franchise and spin off franchises, whereas like Megamind just died after this so well also like where do you go with Megamind like what do you do after like I I fully understand why and then it why it didn't get like a franchise and it didn't get big mm. because like you say that you but do? when you think like, about like what happens for like at the end of um, Despicable Me like he's no longer despicable and it's like okay oh, no but there's a lot of like other stories you can explore Megamind goes through Megamind's story. Like, it, it literally tells you his entire life. You can't go back and tell. Well, I, I mean, I suppose you, you could maybe tell a story about him struggling to be good and not relapse into old habits and stuff, and like how, how he's good when he comes up against another supervillain or something like that. Would um, that be, like, actually entertaining to watch? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like Some things just risk. work nicely as a standalone thing and. Yeah, yeah and I need to have loads of sequels or a spin-off I, about the fish man. 
and all the other little fish men that end up thank you. Mm. You know, also, taking over everything. This yeah. film, it kind of felt watching it, did, it felt like it didn't quite understand what its target audience was. Yeah, it was a little bit too serious. Yeah. But it was a Whereas little at bit least, too like, silly. Because like, grew and the everything about like that film was really, really childish. Hmm. Yeah, like uh, Despicable Me was a lot more uh, like slapstick, and it had a lot of the, like the visual gags in the same way that Robots did. Um, yeah. Whereas yeah. this seems to be like a, a lot of the comedy comes from yeah, like wits and finer detail stuff that and you right wouldn't necessarily notice. That kids might not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. So it, it's kind like, of understandable that kids didn't go for this one as much. Also, like the heart of Mega Mind is a lot more complicated. It's like, ca- character actual, driven like, story and the meaning. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot more complicated than like. Despicable Me. It's a much easier story to tell. Uh, plus, there's also... kids in Despicable Me. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I, I think um... with um, Megamind, a lot of the the core themes are like overcoming failure and moving through it, and um, you, you know, like the exploration of Megamind's character is like a, a, a neglected or abusive childhood, and how that's affected him compared to Metro Man in into who they are as adults. A slightly different kind of a, a neglected child. Yeah. I. But also, like, it's too. It's also too silly to be taken seriously. Yeah, no, it, it, it. That's where I think it, and that's why I think it's not successful. Because if if it was a fantastic parody, it might have got other shows, and they might have just parodied other super yeah. villains. Like, you might have. They could have gone down like, oh, we're going to use him as like a James Bond kind of thing, and like mm. he gets recruited by the CIA or whatever, and well, like, yeah, he gets to go up against other villains, but like. It's too silly to be to catch like the teenage audience. Yeah. But it's too serious to catch the kid audience. Yeah. So it just yeah. kind of became a like. Yeah, I think that's why I never watch. saw it because I was like, well, this is a kids' film and I'm not really a kid. Yeah. Like there yeah, were I'm... other more grown up films I wanted to see at that point. I, I think it spent a lot of its energy kind of like wobbling along that tightrope tight and um, mm. spending so much time trying to find that balance that it didn't really get to where. It was trying to go, which was the end of the tightrope. <laughs> yeah, it's a good film. Though. It's fun. It's funny. There's a lot of good jokes in it. A lot of good gags. But I, did, I yeah. just, I don't think there's any way you can go with it after it's finished. No, for for what it was, I I really enjoyed it. Like, yeah, no, not that I like Despicable Me's sequels. Not that I like that that got <laughs> a thousand sequels and spin-offs. It's a bad series of franchises. Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, I would say that Despicable Me suffers from the same problem in that the sequels don't need to exist. And um, no, yeah, like I mean, that's just true. Like they don't need to exist. Yeah. I mean, do. bearing in mind, like when we were, we've already talked about how like we had limited access to to films and like going to the cinema. I'm looking at other films that came out that year, and it's like like films that were I was the target audience for is like a teenager it's like kick-ass came out harry potter and the deathly hallows part one scott pilgrim versus the world this film was never Uh, gonna do well (laughs) yeah iron man 2 easy a yeah this film uh, film thinking thinking of iron man 2 actually um interesting bit of trivia is the original intended voice actor for megamind was robert downey jr i I cannot imagine how that would have worked yeah, I... it would have been a lot more intellectually. Other, driven, I think. yeah, other big fan, fa- like big favorites as well, like How to Train Your Dragon, Red, which is like obviously one of my favorite films. <laughs> I'm not sure I mentioned that on the pod, but I love that film. Yeah, yeah so many, so well. many films came out that year, like that were proper hits. Toy Story three. Yep, 
yeah, we were obviously there's... like I remember I saw that in the cinema. Yeah. There's no that film made me cry for like a solid thirty minutes. And I mean proper like proper crying crying, sobbing tears. Don't know why, it just really hit me. But this film Yeah, yeah we were no, aged like no... between what, fourteen and seventeen. Yeah. I meant that like when I was like twenty four I watched that film for the first time. Sure. It got me. It really got me. I haven't seen it uh, since, to be fair. Yeah, um, but yeah this film this film doesn't have like there's no audience there that doesn't have a film to watch that's better like... oh, Prince of Persia Sands of Time Oof. my mum okay, loves maybe... that film oh dear I still don't understand that yeah no me neither <laughs> I do not get why your mum likes that film yeah no this film wasn't, wasn't going to do it. and you are quite happy it didn't have sequels it doesn't need them Shrek Forever After <laughs> speaking of okay, bad maybe sequels Shrek fans would have probably gone to see Megaman. I was going to say, oh, Meg- Frozen came out, but I was like, that can't be right. But it's um, three skiers in strand in a chairlift are forced to make a life or death choice. <laughs> oh, that's person. very different. Very, <laughs> very different. I love, I love the song in that. <laughs> yeah, let it go. It's no, about let, it let, let the person drop and then they'll stop swinging the chair. Oh, man, Night and Day came out in 2010 as well. The Cameron Diaz, Tom Cruise. No idea. I mean, we make. Oh, that is like that is like an ITV two favorite. That is on all the time. Like to this day. You know, I I feel that it it doesn't speak like well for the uh, the ratings at the end of the show if we're like choosing to spend this time going off on tangents about other films that released in the same year. (laughs) Yeah, it's just it was one of those ones where it's like I I enjoyed watching it, but I'm never going to watch it again, and I'm not like it didn't leave me wanting more in any respect. Yeah. I really enjoyed Megamind. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Metro Man is still alive. Oh, yeah, we didn't get that. Oh, yeah, yeah Metro Man is still alive. Because they, they they break into his house to, like, what was uh, what was the reason? To, like, they get more DNA. Get more DNA to try and make another. Yeah, well, they they were they were trying to work out what Metro Man's um, actual weakness was because they realised that the the oh, old copper trick yeah. didn't oh, work yeah. on Titan. And they were like, huh, that's weird. I wonder if he had any other weaknesses. Yeah, and then it turns out that Metro Man was just kind of sick of it all. And in my head, from the one time I'd watched this, I'd forgotten that someone else becomes a superhero. I just thought it turned out that secretly Metro Man was a bad guy. Hmm. <laughs> um, I thought that as well. Yeah. I thought that. I was like, oh yeah, Metro Man's a dick. Yeah. No, so Metro um, actually- I, I, I yeah I. I, I do think that Metro Man is a dick, but not for that reason. And I, I, I think when we were talking about how both of them had a slightly neglectful childhood for different reasons, I think this is where it comes out in the film. Um, because like clearly Metro Man, throughout like the beginning up until the point that he supposedly gets obliterated, he's presented as almost like this Jesus-like figure to the point that he even like descends into a crowd and then walks along water to go and say hello to them. Um, yeah. So like he's been, he's been living his entire life with just this crushing expectation of perf- like perfection on him, and um, it, you know it's kind of like how um, you can have like these genius children that go through the gifted and like talented programs and stuff at school, and then end up completely burnt out and broken by the time they're adults because of that crushing weight of expectation, and it's yeah. it's kind of like that for um, Metro Man as well, where he yeah. he's been like this this pillar of perfection and he just can't sustain it anymore. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't resent him for wanting to quit, but it's it, it, he is kind of a dick where he lets the world fall apart, so or Metro City fall apart so hmm. badly. But I guess it's like, yeah, you, he's just had to accept that that's what's going to happen and that it will work out in the end. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I think as well the um, like 
Megamind's whole kind of hairbrain scheme of, um, you know, create a new hero or like good will rise up to fight evil. Um, It's kind of like all of those characters, they're, they're not dealing with reality. They're dealing with storytelling tropes. And that's kind of meta when you're telling that story inside a story. But yeah. um, like, there's the expectation that when evil kind of like rears its ugly face, um, a hero will appear to confront it. But in this case, they gave some random schmuck superpowers. And instead of doing the expected narrative trope of, of rising up and becoming or um, like taking on the mantle of the hero and, and kind of like adopting those, those morals and that, that kind of um, aspiration of perfection, just use it for entirely selfish reasons because you, you've effectively elevated a regular person to godhood or a, a, like more flawed than normal person, really. And yeah. what did they expect would happen? You, you know, like yeah, you, the you fiction inside the story, that's a real... Superman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and turns out Metro Man wants to be a jazz musician. And not a very he's, good yeah, he's just country, country singer. He wants to be a country singer. Yeah, I, I did think the it was quite funny that he re- renamed himself Music Man just so he could keep the logo. Yeah, <laughs> logos are expensive <laughs> and difficult. Once you have a good one, you stick with it. Yeah. So they end up fighting, and yeah. Titan has the uh, line that really made me laugh because it's definitely true now. Of um. When they're fighting and he's like, oh no, there's no heroes. He's like, there's no Easter Bunny, there is no Tooth Fairy, and there is no Queen of England. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> that that, that joke works well. on like a couple of levels <laughs> as well, because um, like obviously real life events have occurred, um, but also on a very literal level, there isn't a Queen of England, because that title doesn't exist and hasn't existed since 1707. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure that's the clever joke they were trying to make. <laughs> yeah. And not just that he's an idiot. <laughs> I do love that she does look like because obviously she's in distress and being captured or whatever, about to be killed by like her friend that's turned psychopathic. Um, but she still has that like fuck kind of look for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean we know what he Did means, he... and he's clearly wrong. But... <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that the queen gag would have would have been funny eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, no, the they, they really played the long con on that, hoping yeah. that they watches. Yeah. They did write that so joke. Twelve years. Would happen. <laughs> um, it, it does do yeah, the, he, the. Sorry, go on. No, I was gonna say he ends up like, yeah, sort of starting to cut down um, M- Metro City Tower and like just completely destroying a place, and then Mega Mind shows up, and that's when Fine. he says the line, "Yeah, the difference between villains and supervillains <laughs> is presentation," and just has like a shitload of the little like brain bots and stuff it. come out. Yeah, yeah, I think this like film a is a bit show. like um, Starship yeah. Troopers in the way that it, it's kind of come back into the public consciousness through memes. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Med- Meg- uh, Megamind is like the birth of so many images you see online. Yeah, like um, the, the one no bitches. for a while that was the most popular Megamind meme was uh, when Metro Man lands and the tassels blow out and someone's like dubbed hmm. a fart noise over the top of it. Like seeing it yeah. in the film... <laughs> Without that sound, was actually kind of jarring. <laughs> no bitches. Please tell me someone else yeah. knows. I'm gonna. I'll post it. I'll post it later. <laughs> yeah, that's still like the first one of the first memes that comes up. Yeah. So in in the end, they they're fighting, and then uh, Metro Man comes back. Um, but Metro Man calls it Metrocity, and it turns out that Minion was pretending to be Mega Mind, and Mega Mind was pretending to be Metro Man, uh, but they. End up defeating Titan anyway, and I can't quite remember how. 
uh, with the gun, they like t- they use the gun. So to it doesn't take work straight away because DNA um, they. I think it's it's psychologically they just like he they he leaves and he's like oh fuck Metro Man's back I better skedaddle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then oh yeah, and then they don't leave it back. long enough because they're like, oh, it was Met- and they're like, oh, it's you, Mega Mind, and they sort of hug, and then I was like, wait, what? You really thought I was gonna fall for that when you said metrocity? Yeah, yeah. I I did like the bit where uh, where Mega Mind's like falling to his death, and he uses the dehydration gun to shoot himself with it and then lands in a fountain so he comes back yeah and that's how the film starts as well isn't it it's like it starts Mm. oh i'm falling through to my death yeah Uh, this is the end i better tell you how i got here which is always a fun way of setting up a film because i mean it it takes age i'd already forgotten by the time we got to that scene that that's where it started yeah but yeah that he kills him by the gun that gave him the dna takes the dna away yeah he he just just set it to suck yeah Pretty well, yeah. I think that's essentially it. And then Megamind becomes a hero and rebuilds the city, and everyone yeah. worships him as the hero. And I guess Metro Man gets to just keep doing his music. <laughs> yeah, the good thing is that they don't they don't drag Metro Man back. Yeah, he yeah, he's at, he's still because he's sort of undercover at the uh, bit at the end. He's just grown a beard yeah. and has a hood up, so that you can't tell it's. Yeah, yeah I mean, as, as far as the public's concerned, he's still dead. So I think the only people that know are um, like Megamind and Roxanne. Yeah, and yeah. That one guy in the crowd that he bumped into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one will believe him. No one will. Yeah, that'll be that world's kind of like Elvis isn't dead conspiracy for years, won't it? Oh yeah, mm. Megamind. Uh, yeah, Megamind never killed Metro Man. And here's nine reasons why my twelve uh, twelve hour YouTube video, the Buzz. Buzzfeed article. <laughs> you know, actually, that's that's a good point. These people have like a real short memory span because, um, like, sure, he saved the city from Titan, but like, he literally murdered the last hero, as far as they're concerned. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like he can undo but that by going, you... "Hey, like, Metro Man's actually alive." Like, as far as they're when... concerned, he's still dead. When you live in a city constantly under threat by a terrorist attack from an individual, constantly being saved by a different individual, you take having a good individual on your side whenever you can get it, because you never know. So this is just like the real politic of um, like civics in, yeah. a, in a superhero world. It's like, you know what, if the supervillain changes his mind, we will take that. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do as people? Yeah. What do you do? Do you go? I, I don't like him. <laughs> Tough. Well, it's like you know they've already, he's already proven pretty solidly that yeah. they can try and put him in prison. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't work. Like, he's in but prison it, when he wants to be. Yeah, it, it is kind of interesting though. But like up until he, I would say, accidentally kills Metro Man or believes that he killed Metro Man, um, all, all of his nefarious schemes and like evil, evil plots have been like property damage and things that don't actually hurt people they've just been like very flashy and flamboyant and... yeah because he yeah, he's been a villain be but he's not villain. actually been like genuinely evil. evil it's always been to he like does... steal stuff and he doesn't like, want like to stage be a villain. evil yeah yeah he doesn't want to be a villain he wants to put on a show he just wants to be camp he'd be an amazing wrestler Meg- megamind would do drag <laughs> we went in two different directions <laughs> <laughs> we went into two very different directions Oh he'd my god! Lead, this entire film. Bald, he'd never get a he'd never get a wig to uh, delivered. I, I was just he thinking though, like, the entire relationship words. between uh, Megamind and Metro Man is just kayfabe. Like the the whole like st- like theater for wrestling. Mm. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, it's so all they, sort of imagine. It's not real. Yeah, like yeah. they they, they know they, this isn't like serious. They're, pal- they're pals outside of the fight, but then they're not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They could but, be, and it sort of shows that they do get on because obviously Mega Mine hmm. could have just dropped thingy in it. He could have dropped um, Mega, not a little Metro Man. It's too many M's in this film. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> really like, too many. It's, it's not easy if if you struggle with that kind of word. But yeah, he could have dropped Me- um, Metro Man in it and said, "Oh, he is alive," and sort of tried to get the status quo back. But instead, he doesn't because he's good now because he's because he's found love. As yeah. cutesy and gross as it is, it's quite sweet, and you are kind of rooting for him at that point because it's like he, you know, he's got something to fight for now. Yeah, I, I do think that was one of the weaker parts of the film, though, the whole um, romance plot, because like Roxanne doesn't, like as a character, isn't developed as much as she should have been. Yeah, um, he's still like relatively two dimensional. He's, he's really only there as a motivation for the main character, rather than as a, a standalone character in her own right. Well, she does, she does active. She she does have some active quality, like scenes where she's the instigator. So like when she's uh, she decides to track down and break into Megamind's lair, mm. um, and she's pretty she's she's very funny when like uh, Megamind's trying to make her scared and she's been kidnapped yeah. and she's just like, yeah, I've been oh, kidnapped. Yeah, Your yeah. scheme's not going to work. And, yeah, I, I yeah. love that dynamic. Like that scene she's as like, well. Can you at least look sad? <laughs> yeah, it, it, I I think that really sold the idea that. Um, like the relationship between all three of them, like Megamind, Metro Man, and, and Roxanne, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon where they've, yeah, they've been through these motions so many times. And like all of the tropes and like the narrative techniques for um, how that kind of conflict goes, that's the way they run their lives. Like that's what they live. And that, yeah, they've why, seen it all by then. That's why Titan was so scary because Titan like wasn't playing. Yeah. Like, when yeah, no, Titan was, got mad, he yeah, was genuinely like, evil. Uh, I, I think like, um, the, the, best, the best scene for that is um, bef- just before Megamind realises that, oh shit, I'm actually in mortal danger, is um, yeah. when they're, they're fencing using uh, the lampposts, or rather yeah, Megamind yeah. Is, is fencing. Um, Titan is just furiously trying to stave his head in by like bludgeoning through his... <laughs> and like, me- um, Titan really makes it clear that he intends to kill um, Roxanne as well. Like, mm. it's yeah. subtle enough that it might not upset your kid and give them nightmares, but it's not that subtle. Yeah, and like, even during the training montage, though, like, when um, he, like Megamind is pretending to be, like, Magical Space Dad, and um, he's showing him how to, like, apprehend a mannequin of, of uh, Megamind, he just fucking melts his head yeah, with laser vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not joking. He's not kidding. And it's quite funny watching Megamind go from, haha, we are good buddies jostling what do we do about because he says like what do we and now we do for some light ribbing of each other uh throwing spats back and forth and he tells a joke and then uh titan's like i'm gonna fucking kill you or rip your head off yeah listen here you little shit you get back over i'm gonna rip your fucking guts out <laughs> through your ass you get over here and the commands like, i don't know how to deal with that yeah <laughs> not like that's how it is explicitly in the film as well it's a really mm. bizarre dark moment he yeah, said, did he strange he's, turn? But you you sit there going, did you say he's going to rip his guts out through his ass? That's yeah. something. That's weird. The the other thing that I thought was funny as well is um like after Titan goes bad and he's like you know what, I'm I'm just going to make like myself milk. happy I'm gonna I'm gonna like steal I'm gonna steal stuff I'm gonna be bad um like he's still living in this tiny tiny apartment yeah. he's just stuffed <laughs> he it full of stolen he stuff stole, he stole Massive like and he's stolen like the most comical stuff like bars of gold um. 
like an arcade it's... machine, a bike. Like a giant TV and like bags of cash with dollar signs on the side. It's and he's just, uh, he doesn't he's a... turn up to Megamind's like appointment to fight him. Yeah. And he's yeah, just like, out there playing he's... video games. Yeah, and like Megamind is in a giant mech suit in front of City Hall just using actual cars like toy cars because he's bored. Yeah. It's because Titan is a villain yeah. and thus lacks the presentation. <laughs> he's yeah. just a villain. He's not a super villain. Yeah. Never mind. That's, you can you Super can make villain. you can make people, you know, uh, villains or heroes, but you can't make them super. Yeah. That's something that comes from within. Yeah. So, out of ten, what what do you think you guys would give Megamind? Because I really enjoyed it. <laughs> like, I would probably give this. To be honest, I'd, I'd give this an eight out of ten foreheads <laughs> that Megamind has. <laughs> <laughs> like I just I I really liked it. This like I I know I enjoy like the sort of superhero stuff, but yeah, this just just worked well for me. I had a great time watching it. I wasn't expecting it to as well. I like where I'd only I'd seen it once but ages ago and I was like, oh, it'll probably be fine. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a good time. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh, I mean I, I don't think it's a particularly good film, but I did have a, I had a good time watching it and I was so surprised that it wasn't shit after i saw that it was will ferrell in the main cut (laughs) honestly like they kept him on a pretty tight leash with what he was saying and he acted really well rather than being will ferrell it wasn't will ferrell as megamind it felt like he was actually playing a character um yeah i yeah i'm gonna give it yeah i think yeah six dead queens of england out of uh, Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was fine. I'd like. I'm. I'm glad that I kind of finally saw it. If that makes sense, like it's nice to tick that one off. But I'm not like desperate to watch it again anytime soon. And I don't think it's. I can understand why. Like when we look at other films that came out that year, like this was not a priority to see. It was like, oh, that looks fun, but I'm gonna go and watch literally any other film. Yeah, Uh, I I think like five, five, five something. Uh, uh, five accidental murders of uh, five superheroes pretending to be dead. Oh no, I can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just found it really like flat and kind of boring. Mostly bits of it were funny. It kind of yeah took itself too seriously in some parts, but then didn't in others. I don't know. I just didn't get on with it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You didn't get on with it, but you're still giving it five. That's pretty generous. Because it's like it's a good bad. film and it's funny. Yeah. But I just think I'm also very tired. <laughs> how about how about you might not Yeah, no, I think five, I've already said. <laughs> <laughs> I might also be tired. Um yeah. how about you, Jamie? Um, I, I honestly think that me and Mikey are probably like mirror images of one another from the uh, the robots film because he he scored no, quite low and I'm going to score up at up at like a, I'd say a seven. Um, so I I do robots. really <laughs> enjoy this film. I like the um the the more character driven side of it, and I think the comedy is is pretty good in terms of um like the the detailed kind of like gags and um like the wit the wittier parts. Um, so I think it's got a bit more going for it in that sense. Um, that said, if you are going for a character driven story, um, like it really does hang on the story and I, I think the pacing is off in some places like it drags a little bit too long in some places um maybe the editing could have been a bit tighter 
Um, so yeah, I mean, I can I can see why this doesn't stand out. And it didn't get its own franchise, but at the same time, I would also watch this like any day over any of the Despicable Me films. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. Fair enough. This is not an endorsement of Despicable Me. <laughs> One line that really <laughs> caught me off guard that was that really really cracked me up was when he uh, I think it was was it Titan that was he was threatening Roxy and she was like oh, I'm gonna like she was like looks like she was gonna fight back and she was like what are you gonna do report me to death. Hmm. <laughs> and um, yeah, like, ooh, burn. Yeah, well, uh, I, I guess with that, I have been Dan. I have been Michael. I've been Helena. And I'm Jamie. Uh, you can find this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hilton Pod. That's at H I L T M Pod. We're on Discord as well, so you can come in and, and tell us your thoughts about Mega Mind. Um, and we also have a Patreon, so you can support the show. And what are we gonna do for the Patreon? Raise an alien baby. We're gonna raise an alien baby. <laughs> In a prison. <laughs> yes, we're gonna. Okay, cool. so we're gonna raise an alien baby in a prison, which involves number one, getting hold of an alien baby. Fine. Big ch- first challenge. Then we're gonna find an incel. We're gonna give him super. <laughs> oh no, I don't like where this is going. That's where it's going. It's gonna end there. We're just gonna see what the alien does to the incel given superpowers. Yeah. The prison alien. Prison alien. Blue prison alien. Can't promise you blue. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I think we will take any alien. Apart from the ones with acid blood. Yeah, not not the alien alien. It's got too much bad press. Every single time Mega it's quiet, uh, like the first thing that comes into my head now is send me on my way my rusted reader. <laughs> I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> it's yeah. been in two. <laughs> been in lots of them. <laughs>